Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Standard Chartered Money Insights. This podcast is part of a mini-series surrounding our 2022 Outlook publication, A Winding Road to Normality, which was released this week. Today, we will be talking about all things related to bond investing. My name is Steve Bryce and I'm the bank's Chief Investment Officer, and I have with me today Abhilash Narayan, Senior Investment Strategist and Bond Guru. So Abhilash, let's get quickly into it. So global central bank policy is starting to turn less accommodative. What does this mean for bond investors? Thank you, Steve. Clearly, central bank policy, particularly uh, the timing and the pace of uh, U.S. Federal Reserve rate hiking cycle, as well as uh, the inflation trajectory in U.S., are going to be the key drivers for bond returns in 2022. And while inflation trajectory is likely to be the key driver in the next few months, we believe that as we move along in 2022, the timing and the pace of Fed rate hikes would be the investor focus. And we think that the Fed will hike rates at a more gradual pace than the current market expectations. So we expect one rate hike from the Fed in 2022 versus the market expectation of two Fed rate hikes. And as a result, we expect the 10-year government bond yields to rise to 175 to 2% range in US over the next 12 months. Now, we also analyze the performance of global bond markets around prior Fed rate hiking cycles. And we think there are a few key takeaways that can help investors navigate the upcoming rate hiking cycle better. So firstly, historically, we've seen short-term bond yields rise a little faster than long-term bond yields around Fed rate hiking cycles. So it's a phenomenon that's called uh, yield curve flattening. And the second is that corporate and emerging market bonds, which are geared to benefit from an improvement in economic growth, have historically outperformed around Fed rate hiking cycles. So when we put together the relatively higher absolute yield, lower interest rate sensitivity, and expectations of further improvement in global growth and corporate profitability, we expect uh, corporate bonds to outperform government bonds in 2022. So heading into the next year, we favor shorter tenor developed market high yield, as well as Asian dollar bonds uh, in the global bond market. Okay, so let us look at the two preferred areas in in bonds in turn. So let's let's take developed market high yield bonds first. So valuations here do appear to be pretty expensive. Why do you think they can still outperform the broader bond market? Yes, the strong performance over the last two years has clearly led to a material decline in yield premiums uh, and valuations do look mildly expensive relative to their own history. However, it's, it's worth remembering that you know, moderately expensive valuations don't necessarily mean that an asset class will underperform. So we see a number of positive fundamental trends that can help support the current valuations for developed market high yield bonds. So firstly, we've seen an improvement in profitability uh, across the board on an average, and that has led to a reduction in the leverage and higher interest coverage ratios for the corporates which have issued bonds uh, in developed markets. Secondly, uh, rating upgrades are outpacing rating downgrades, uh, helped by obviously the higher oil prices, which has been supportive for the large energy sector. And third, we've seen a sharp decline in default rates in 2021. And in 2022 as well, we expect the default rates to remain well below the historical averages. So improving fundamentals combined with the relatively attractive all-in yield, shorter maturity profile, 
and potentially lower net supply next year lead us to believe that developed market high yield bonds are likely to deliver mid-single digit returns over the next 12 months. Okay, and, and shifting to Asia. So we're seeing a barrage of negative news, especially for the property sector. So one of the largest property issuers has just defaulted on, uh, on one of their bonds. Against that backdrop, why are you bullish on Asia US dollar bonds? Well, even if, if, if we look a, a little bit further back, 2021 has been a rocky year for Asian dollar bond investors. So at start of the year, we did see concerns around China Huarong. And thereafter, we've seen the persistent sell-off in Chinese property sector in second half of the year, driven by regulatory concerns, which has culminated in the default that you just mentioned. Now, clearly, the increase in regulatory uncertainty in China warrants a higher risk premium, and Asian dollar bonds are likely to witness higher volatility compared to their own history. But overall, we still view the risk reward as attractive due to three key factors uh, in our opinion. So firstly, while we have seen volatility in, in China property sector, and we've seen uh, news and, and, and developments around those sectors all over the news headlines, it's worth also remembering that nearly 80% of the bonds in Asian dollar bond space are rated investment grade. In fact, Chinese high yield property sector accounts for less than 10% of the index. So overall, Asian dollar bonds still offers investors high average credit quality of around triple B plus. Secondly, uh, Asian dollar bonds have low interest rate sensitivity compared to U.S. corporate bonds, which is an important characteristic heading into the Fed uh, you know, rate hiking cycles. And since Asian dollar bonds offer rel uh, relatively more attractive yield premiums uh, compared to U.S. corporate bonds, we expect uh, Asian dollar bonds to see a robust demand from international investors. And third, uh, while regulatory risks clearly persist in China, we are seeing nascent signs of policy stabilization for the property sector. Now, this doesn't mean that default rates will uh, you know, come down very sharply. We still expect default rates to remain elevated in 2022. But we believe that the markets have currently priced in an excessive amount of default risk at present. So within Asia, we favor high yield bonds. Uh, as in addition to cheap valuations, we think we are likely to see net uh, lower supply, uh, which combined with light investor positioning is likely to keep you know, demand supply dynamics favorable for, for, the, for the sector. Uh, obviously, policy direction remains key, but we expect a gradual reduction in Chinese property sector concerns to lead to lower risk premium and in turn higher bond prices as we go through 2022. Thank you so much, Abulas. Uh, thanks for your time and thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you, everybody else, for joining us as well. This is That is all we have for this special episode of Standard Chartered Money Insights. Um, just to, as a reminder, if you enjoyed our discussion, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to learn more or read our publications, please visit our website at sc.com under Market Insights. Again, thank you for joining us and enjoy the rest of your day and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.